Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the IME Podcast. My name is Dominic Kilworth, athlete, personal trainer, business owner, and personal development enthusiast. I'm joined alongside with Jackson Tippett, who is also a personal trainer, influencer, and fitness model. Together, we are your host of this podcast, where with each episode, we'll bring you an inspiring message or person to help you live your best life. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Now, let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode on the IME Podcast. I'm so grateful and fortunate to have so many cool guests on in a wide variety of art fields. And today we have on board Olivia, 31 years of age, based in Sydney. She's the leading expert in sleep. And I'm so intrigued to actually hear a lot more about this. So welcome aboard, Olivia. Thank you. Thank you, Jackson. It's lovely (laughs) to be here. How are you going today? How'd you sleep last night? (laughs) (laughs) Good question. (laughs) Um, I actually slept well. Um, I actually because I'm so into the health and fitness industry, Mm -hmm. um, I do know how important sleep is to a degree, Mm. um, but I probably don't know as much as you, and that's why it's so good to get you on and get all the listeners to hear maybe a bit more insight into probably one of the most important things in your, you know, in your life, to be honest. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, there are a few other things that we have dedicated one third of our lives in an evolutionary sense to doing. Sleep is one of them. So it must be yep. pretty important in terms of, uh, you know, our survival. So, yeah, it's lovely to be here and share knowledge. And I would hope that I would know a bit more than you. Otherwise, I'd be asking you the question. So. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, anyway, how are you? How is um, Sydney? How's lockdown? Yeah. Um, I am feeling pretty good, pretty grateful right now. I literally... Uh, just moved into my dream apartment over the weekend um, and I am sitting here in the studio right now overlooking the amazing Bondi Beach waves rolling in and oh, I'm, yeah I'm about a you know a five minute walk from the beach and it's a light filled apartment and it is my absolute dream so I'm feeling pretty pretty stoked to be here and pretty energized and um part of the reason I wanted to get a beach facing apartment is because I knew I know that like if ever I'm just staring at the ocean I don't want to be on anywhere else and for that reason I'm happy to sit down and do my work if I can watch the ocean Um, yeah absolutely um Bondi is actually my second favorite place Um, fantastic obviously haven't been there for nearly over a year now due to COVID. Mm. But um, I'm Noosa. I find them pretty similar in a mm. sense. Um, Noosa is nice. Yeah, but like, oh, my God, if I was to pick anywhere else over Noosa, it would be Bondi for sure. So mm. you've definitely picked right. <laughs> Aww, thank you. Well, when you're up, uh, let me know and we can have a we can have a uh, afternoon-friendly rosé on my rooftop or in my studio. <laughs> sounds amazing. Um well, do you just want to let everyone know a little bit about what you actually do and how you got into it? Yeah, sure. So the leading sleep expert in Australia. Um, I studied for nine years. I did a Bachelor of Social Science Psychology, a Certificate of Sleep Psychology, a Diploma, three and four, in, sorry, a Diploma of Health Science, Nutritional Medicine, and a Certificate three and four in Fitness. Um, throughout that time, I started doing wellness coaching because I wanted to help people feel their best inside and out. 
Um, I started with different areas. You know, first there was, I think, like some weight loss and mindsets and stress. And then I did some sleep clients. And those clients got really great results really fast. And so I started to, you know, share my share that with others. And pretty much every second person was like, help me with sleep, help me with sleep. And I was like, wow, I think this is really a thing. And um, after that, I decided to specialize because I realized that, like, for me, it was very easy to fix sleep. I just put together all my degrees. And because sleep has such a holistic nature, um, that's why my clients were getting such great results so fast because, you know, it was some psychology, it was some nutrition, it was some sleep psychology. Um, there was some lifestyle and fitness. So I thought, you know what, I can really make a difference in this space and it's really needed. And so I specialized. And then a few months later, um, Celia Postropedic emailed me and asked me to be their media spokesperson. I thought, that's pretty cool. Celia is pretty big. <laughs> yeah. And then a few months later, I created the same thing. I was like, yeah, I think I've found my thing. <laughs> yeah, wow. So has it always been a passion of yours to go into this field or when did it all come about? Um, yeah, so sleep, not so much, but helping people feel their best inside and out, yes. Um, the reasoning behind that, I was really depressed as a an adolescent. Um, in, you know, I was like severely, severely depressed for many years. I tried to commit suicide. I Then I was bulimic and I was anorexic and I was hospitalized for anorexia so I had a really really rough time and um, after going through that myself I knew that I had to help others overcome it like overcome like you know their own limited mindsets their own self-doubts because that's what I'd been that's what I'd managed to do and I knew how bad it was but I also knew how good it could be Um, yeah yeah so through that i my found my my life purpose which was to help people feel their best inside and out but i didn't know exactly what that would be i just knew that i'd be like that wellness guiding figure um and it turned out it was sleep so yeah. yeah absolutely so did this um have you always like had good sleep to yourself or did it obviously improve so much more um as you studied all of this and you got more into it um definitely it improved, yeah, for sure, like tenfold. <laughs> like I've never been a particularly bad sleeper. I just wasn't necessarily doing the right things. I was just, you know, like like most of us just feel tired and go to bed. There was never like a set bedtime routine or like practices or protocols that I followed in order to ensure that my sleep was, you know, well rested. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how important is sleep is the big question that, I think everyone wants to know. Well, I think we, we all know how important sleep is when we don't get a good night's sleep. Um, you know, in terms of our anxiety and stress levels, so after one night of insufficient sleep, our stress hormone cortisol goes up by 37%. That leaves us feeling anxious, wired, and um, that racing mind we all seem to experience. Um, in terms of our physical recovery, 70% of growth hormone the key catalyst for muscle repair and tissue um, tissue restoration is producing slow wave sleep. That means that without that slow wave sleep, we compromise, you know, 70% of our daily restoration. Um, in terms of our cognitive health, um, beta amyloid, a, a neurotoxin to contribute to memory loss, builds up 5% in the brain for every day of sleep loss. 
that neurotoxins being linked to Alzheimer's and that dreaded brain fog. Crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, um, it's pretty important. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's dive a bit more into it. So first of all, I want to ask you, how many hours on average is a, an average person meant to be getting? Between seven to nine. However, if you're stressed, if you're suffering lack of sleep, um, then you're probably going to need more, like towards okay. that, you know, toward, more towards that nine-hour spectrum. Perfect. And then is there a limit? So if you sleep 10 to 14 hours, is that going to make you better or not necessarily? No, that is not recommended at all. <laughs> um, that's almost as bad as um, undersleeping. Wow, that's interesting. Why is that? There are just physiological mechanisms that go into overdrive when we sleep too much, Um, particularly in terms of mood. um, There's a lot of depression linked to um, oversleeping and hypersomnia as well as insomnia. So, yeah, interesting. Very interesting. So what what tips would you give to the audience if they're lacking a a bad sleep, they have a busy schedule, what tips would you give them to get into a better sleep? Mm -hmm. So I've got my signature bedtime routine, which I highly, highly recommend. Um, I'll run you through that. It's Step one is to block out blue light. Blue light is the main factor to control the circadian rhythm. Um, and melatonin release, our all-important sleepiness hormone, which helps us fall and stay asleep. Step two is to diffuse lavender. Lavender has been found in clinical studies to reduce anxiety by 59% and to improve sleep quality by 45%. Um, step three is have a good night phone alarm. That's a, that's a cutoff time one hour before bed for your phones and all devices. Step four is have a shower. Having a shower helps your body produce melatonin, that sleepiness hormone. Step six is, sorry, step five is to have a magnesium-based sleep supplement. Uh, Magnesium has been found in clinical trials to reduce anxiety by 31%. Um, Step six is to meditate or read. Um, Long-term meditators have three times the amount of melatonin than non-meditators. And step seven is to use an eye mask, which um, protects you from that blue light. Interesting. So like the blue light uh, glasses that a lot of people wear, they're Mm -hmm. very, are they? Yeah. So that's step one, block out blue light. That's how you block out blue light, using those blue light glasses. But you need to make sure that you get the orange lenses or the red lenses not the transparent because the transparent ones only block about 40 to 50%. Wow. Interesting. So when you said step one to seven, like, is that in the importance or not really? Um, no, but that's the order that it should be done. So step one and two, you actually like want to block out blue light for for about two hours. At the same time, you want to diffuse lavender because then your brain starts to calm down well before you're actually jumping into bed. Um, step three, that's one hour before bed. And the reason why you want to do have the good night phone alarm, like, you know, disconnect from tech time, followed straight by a shower, is because then, like, you know, the alarm goes off 
And like, if you're meant to get straight in the shower, you can't just keep scrolling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, step six, I think what, step five, magnesium-based sleep supplement. Usually when people like after they've had a shower, they're, you know, like they're doing some beauty routine and stuff like that. So it's easy one to just slot into that, you know, your bathroom stuff. Um, and then step six, you know, meditate or read. That's kind of like your block of, um, you know, your activity, your anti-scroll activity. Um, so that makes sense to go there. And then, yeah, it makes sense to go there more so because you don't want to be on your phone. Because remember about, you know, 15 minutes ago, your good night phone alarm went off. Yeah, amazing. So I, I do a lot of them. I don't do two of them. Um, so with the lavender, mm-hmm. you how would you, like, do you take that? Do you smell it? Like, how do you do that for everyone listening? Yeah, sure. So there are different um, ways. You, you can get lavender capsules. You can get, um, you know, lavender oil. You can have a lavender spray. Um, my recommendation is either the capsules or to diffuse it, um, whatever, but whatever works best for you. Okay, perfect. And then with the magnesium, um, obviously I supplement that, but then obviously you can have that in a bath. Does one Is one superior over the other or should you do both? Mm, I would recommend both or um, don't just do the bath because there might be some times that a bath isn't available. And then if you've gotten used to having a bath, having your magnesium through your bath and then you don't have your bath, you might forget that you're having magnesium as well. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So interesting. Um, I'm going to have a good night's sleep after this. Right. <laughs> um, and I hope everyone else does too. <laughs> and it's well, really interesting you said that because I thought more was better. So I used to try to be like on a weekend, you know, that's my time off. So, hey, I'm just going to get a 12 to 13 hour sleep. Mm. and now you're saying it's not better. So it's like we're wasting time and it's not mm-hmm. better. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it would actually like uh, desynchronize your circadian rhythm if you're oversleeping sometimes and getting, you know, just like if you could only get like six hours during the, during the week, for example. Um, you know, yes, you do need to catch up on that recovery sleep essentially, but you don't want it to be like your long-term like, strategy you yeah. know of a, of a normal routine yeah so do you do you know a lot about the nutrition and supplements does that play a massive role into sleep or is that not something you really dive into um no no that that is definitely something i dive into um in terms of its importance um it's not as important as those first fundamental steps like they're kind of like your absolute fundamentals for getting good sleep um having you know adequate nutrition um is hugely relevant as well um particularly when it comes to i I have created this thing called the sleep diet and so there are specific i love this (laughs) well i uh you know i spend a lot of time researching and it comes off a little of data (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I use this with my private clients and I'm about to implement this in my uh, group program as well. So um, important that I know it. Um, but yeah, essentially the key nutrients that you need for sleep. Um, first and foremost, you need a lot of tryptophan because tryptophan is a protein and helps your body produce melatonin. 
Um, Omega-3s, really, really important as anti-anxiety, but also um, can help regulate our sleep cycles. Um, outside of that, we also have B vitamins, really important for energy. Um, and then you, and magnesium, of course, that's a kind of given one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but other than that, like specific nutrients, um, vitamin D, vitamin B6, vitamin B12, um, A, zinc, um, iron, vitamin C, selenium, calcium. And then in terms of macronutrients, you really want to have yeah, sufficient um, tryptophan, so sufficient protein and sufficient omega-3s, um, so a lot of healthy fats. And you also want to have a moderate intake of low GI carbs. Um, Interesting. And then with um, stuff like secluding stuff from your plan, is there stuff that you would say if you had someone come to you and say, I'm having a you know, crap sleep, they're ticking off most of the boxes, but then you go into the diet side of things, hmm. would you say automatically take out this, this and that, like for example, alcohol, caffeine, or is there no real nose to a diet no absolutely so i call them my sleep saboteurs and alcohol and caffeine are two of the top ones um yeah so definitely for people looking to um improve their sleep removing as much caffeine and alcohol as possible that would that would be ideal um for caffeine Essentially, you want to have no caffeine after 12, but even if before 12, I don't recommend anything more than like one shot, one coffee. Um, in terms of alcohol, if you're really serious about improving sleep, you cut it out altogether. If you want to moderate it, then, you know, just having lower alcohol drinks um, or spacing them out or, you know, challenging yourself and being part of something like Dry July or... Um, sober September, you know, things like that, that encourage you to drink less or, you know, remove it completely is also advised. Yeah, very interesting. Also, I appreciate you giving all this advice. It's, um, you know, so cool of you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's very, yeah, just cool to learn something new and I appreciate it. What's your thoughts on CBD oil? Um, what's your take around that and taking it before bed to get, you know, a more deep sleep? Mm-hmm. Big fan. Um, it's an adaptogen, so it essentially helps um, mediate the body's stress response. Um, so, you know, after having sufficient amounts of CBD, we don't feel as stressed um, long term, which can then feed into healthier sleep patterns altogether. Um, it also um, is really great for anxiety. Um, really great for depression um, all of, and those two illnesses have clinical links to insomnia. So if you have less depression and anxiety, then you're also likely to have less um, insomnia. Um, outside of that, um, CBD, sorry, I'm just, I, I'm pulling up notes from my book. So no, you that's can hear right. me. Uh, <laughs> you take your time. Um CBD, CBD, CBD. That's it. Here we are. Um, my research, I, I, I found um, 
a clinical trial found that 67% of people tested had improved sleep after CBD. Um, CBD impaired cortisol, our stress hormone secretion, um, which is great. And it's also really helpful for those who suffer chronic pain, which can then also um, impede sleep. Um, researchers found that you can lower pain severity by 40% with CBD. Yeah, interesting. Um, uh, yeah, I've just been taking it lately. Hmm. Um, probably How are you finding it? Oh, my God. Like, it's amazing, yeah, right? Like, a lot of people say, oh, you know, they don't believe in everything because it sounds like a gimmick or a supplement. But yeah. I swear to God, like, I am having so much better sleep taking, you know, a drop of CBD oil, CBD oil under my tongue every night. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I, I don't sit here and talk like shit. So, I highly, I highly, highly rate it. Um, yeah. And, yeah, people say, oh, there's nothing about it. It doesn't work. And... I'm like, it does. Like I backed it up with, you know, trialing it myself. Mm-hmm. Got all my clients on it. They all get the same. So um, I don't know where that myth is going around that maybe it's not good. Mm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I personally take it as well. I don't have it in the I, – I use it more for during the day though, to be honest. Oh, interesting. To have more like, um, like better focus and like stuff like that, less anxiety or – Yes. Better yeah. focus, less anxiety. Interesting. Um, and I find it super helpful. It's yeah. been interesting though because um, so I got one from, uh, you know, Matt, a, gu- a guy just at the market somewhere, you know, that kind of, but, you know, legit, but, you know, not, yeah. not like through a, you know, clinician. And, um, and then I got some through the, like, you know, pharmacy, right, like a CBD doctor and all of that. And I found the one from the CBD doctor I had like the tiniest drop and I felt like my brain was about to swell and explode. It was the most awful experience. Like it was just, it was way too strong and it was the, the worst. Anyway, then I had some of uh, a while later, I had some from, uh, you know, guy from the market and it's so beautiful and it's just amazing how different the two can be because it's like the same, the same thing, but they're just uh, different strain, different, you know, combination, different plant. Um, so yeah, I find it it's really I think it's really important also to get the right stuff for you and to try a few different things if, if something hasn't worked as well. Oh, one hundred percent. Like I've gone through like five different companies, because um, they all send them out to me. And yeah, the the range and difference of quality and how I feel off them, like that's what I don't get is not one C B D fits all. Mm. Um I think they're definitely different in how they the strength what they put in them um yeah just all of that stuff agree completely i'll have to get your um i have to get your insights on which cbd you recommend after the show <laughs> I'll, um i'll plug you mine <laughs> please please uh, i'd love to try <laughs> they'll send you some for sure um i want to ask you you've been featured on the bbc radio the today show and forbes hmm. which was your favorite out of them and why Forbes because it's Forbes. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. <laughs> like, like, come on, like, you know, it, it's Forbes. Yeah. Like, is it super cool? Like, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like, Forbes. Where I, can you go after after Forbes? Seriously. That's well. That was leading to my next question. Is there any other thing, other pages, or other brands, or anything you want to be featured on, or is it kind of like 
I've done Forbes, so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, I, I always, always optimize, always optimize, I believe. Um, there's still Time magazine. This, and then also with Forbes, it section in an article maybe i should maybe the aspiration should be to have a whole article on me as like an interview in forbes that would be really cool oh 100%. <laughs> but <laughs> right yeah maybe i need to specify front cover of forbes <laughs> um no but also I, I i'd love to do some more tv um i really enjoy tv i like that medium and um yeah so maybe maybe something like oprah would be nice Wow, that's um, that's huge. That would yeah. be like. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight, but I do feel like it's important to aim, aim high and keep, um, you know, keep your aspirations high. You know, I didn't start off as the leading sleep expert in Australia, also. So, you know, some things do change and eventuate. So, I believe if I um, keep working hard, which I'm going to do inevitably, then I'm going to continue to receive these um, opportunities and. Yeah, so Oprah would be nice. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I love that mindset too. Like I'm the same. Like I set my goals high and, you know, you tell people your goals and they're like, oh, I don't think that'll ever happen. It's like, hmm. well, it probably won't for you because, you know, you doubt yourself already. But yeah. Um, yeah, like I don't know. I've set goals that I've achieved now that I never thought I would. So why can't we aim and go higher? Right. I mean? What's the, what's the um, your proudest goal that you've uh, achieved? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, mm. To be honest, we just... Outside of this moment right now, of course. <laughs> to be honest, my proudest moment, and this is going to sound weird, but it was actually uh, getting off all the drugs and the steroids, mm. just becoming a better person. It's beautiful. Well done. Yeah, like I, because without that, I would have still been down a dark, you know, road mm. where I wasn't doing anything with my life, not contributing. Mm. And once you get out of that, it's like I've excelled so much. Mm. So I think people don't realize that if you're around the wrong circle mm. or you are addicted to drugs, it's it's just not going to get you anywhere. It's really no. so. No, and you've well, well done. It's um the thing is, I love. I think a lot of people know that it's not good, but it's one thing to know. It's another another thing to take responsibility for your life and turn it around. So. Oh, hundred well and like I, I knew it wasn't good even when I was doing it, but it's not until you physically want to change that you're Correct. going to change. Correct. I had the best parents around me, the mm. best support. I still didn't change. It's not until I physically sat there and was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. You know what mm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well what's done. your proudest moment besides Forbes? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely like overcoming my illnesses and it's something I'm still, um, you know, I'm I still recovering from anorexia now and even just deciding to, you know, take that leap and commit to being my best and to, you know, to dedicate myself to allowing it, to give myself space to do to doing it doing the work, you know, allowing myself to be supported, allowing allowing myself to share and allowing myself to say, hey, you know what, although I've been saying that I've been okay for a really long time, I actually haven't been 
and um, I need a lot of love and support right now and that's just where I'm at and I hope that's okay and you know what like it always was okay but just I'm really proud that I stopped pretending to myself yeah that's literally the exact same as me I was just pretending to myself yeah um but yeah that's a crazy like that's another whole story in itself Mm. (laughs) Um, sure like that's absolutely crazy do you find um do you find like a a good sleep will alter your hormones yes it does in terms of what in terms of like because i don't know if this is true or not but if i have a good sleep for a week as opposed to a, a week of not so good sleep i will look leaner Mm -hmm. less bloated is that yeah what's the reason behind that so um a few questions ago you asked me what happens when you don't sleep enough and i said stress hormone cortisol rises by 37 percent after one night of insufficient sleep so cortisol makes us feel anxious wired and awake but it also catabolizes so breaks down um muscle tissue so okay. if you're if you're training and your cortisol's high, when your body needs fuel, it goes straight to muscles. So then you become you don't you lose that muscle tone. That's just one of them. Growth hormone. Seventy percent of growth hormones produced in slow wave sleep. When you don't have growth hormone, your muscles can't re- rebuild. So you work out, you break them apart, and then you you don't have enough growth hormone. They can't repair, which gives you that which met- metabolic re- boost. But it also gives you that strength. Hunger hormones. Um, hunger goes up by 24% after two nights of insufficient sleep. Leptin, a, a satiety hormone, decreases by 18%. Ghrelin, a hunger hormone, increases by 28%. Wow. Hormone, hormones go all over the shop. Yeah, I thought I thought it definitely you know had a part to play. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. So for everyone listening out there, it's seven to nine hours. Hours is that correct? Seven to nine hours. But I tell you what, do my bedtime routine, and even if you're sleeping six, those six hours will still be a better quality than, you know, seven or eight. If you're doing no bedtime routine, as in no, not my bedtime routine. <laughs> That's the one you need to practice. And uh, for anyone listening, I'll I'll share with Jackson the my ebook on the topic, so you guys can have a copy to flick back through as well. Oh, you're amazing. So for everyone, listening, go back through this, take the notes on the, the seven tips to get a better sleep and implement them in your day-to-day routine. Right. <laughs> I want to um, wrap it up shortly. I just want to say, is there any anything you want to say to the audience? Um, any message you'd like to leave out there? It can be mm-hmm. in anything. Mm. Um, don't, so, so with with regards to sleep, don't put up with, bad sleep there are things you can do it's not a life sentence um but i think also that just put that extends out to that wider purpose as well you know if you're not feeling good don't just put up with it do something about it there are people able to support you to get better whatever in whatever capacity you need you just need to take responsibility and decide that you want to live better and honor that so be it for sleep or, you know, just general wellness or your mental well-being. Um, you know, don't settle for second best because you're not second best. I love that. Absolutely yeah. love 
Where can everyone find you and how can they get in touch with you and what do you have to offer in terms of your services? Uh, thanks. Um, getting in touch with me via Instagram is the best. Um, you type in sleep expert. I'm Olivia and I usually come up at this top. Um, in terms of services, I do private coaching. Um, I have a group program launching very soon, which is exciting. Um, and how people can get in contact with me there is, yeah, again, go to my Instagram and you will um, have a link to email me there. Um, alternatively, you can email me on inquiries at oliviarazzolo.com.au. Amazing. When you say you like, how do you work with people? Can you just go just shortly into that? Yeah, sure. So I have a, I have private clients and we essentially understand their key challenges, key goals, and I take them through a three month program to achieve it. Okay. So all your stuff is through a three month program. Typically. Yeah. Um, that, and that just combines my um, research in psychology, sleep psychology, physiology, and nutrition usually. Okay, amazing. And does that cater for everyone, kids and worldwide, or is there a certain niche? Children, not so much, but adults, teens, elderly, yes. And worldwide? Yeah, of course. I, I, most of my clients are worldwide. Yeah. I've got one in... Um, where do I have now? Now I've got London, Costa Rica, New York, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide. I think that's. I think that's about all. That's awesome. Oh, I, oh and LA. Wow, jealous. Well, I might no. be your next client. <laughs> Sorry. I might be your next client. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> we'll chat about that after the show as well. <laughs> I'll hook you up with CBD and I'll, I'll, um, you help me out with my sleep. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Um, all right. Well, yeah, it's been lovely having you on, Olivia. Also, yeah. I want to ask you, if you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would you go and why? Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, I would go to um, Joshua Tree in California. Because uh, a few friends of mine are doing a three-day um, ash. What's that? What's that psychedelic called? Um, I've never... Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're doing a three-day ayahuasca ceremony. And um, I was invited. It's one of their birthdays. But I can't go because of, uh, you know, travel restrictions. So if I could go anywhere, I'd be there and joining them. Yeah, it's crazy. I miss traveling so much. Be able to do it soon, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, it's been amazing having you on. Um, actually, can't wait to drop this. This is a very different episode. Thanks. Um, I can't wait for you to drop it either. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to have a better sleep. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna implement those tips tonight. Sounds good. I'm gonna good. wake up tomorrow and tell you how good I feel. <laughs> amazing. Enjoy. No, but I appreciate it, and for everyone listening, um, yeah. I'll leave the links on Olivia's um, IG and all of that. And if you want to reach out to her, she will more than happily get back to you. And yeah, she's amazing. So thank you for coming on. Thank you. Sounds, sounds lovely. Thank you for the um, comps. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you very soon. I'm sure. Amazing. Thanks once again. And listeners, um, that is the end of the episode.